I would just like to mention in this little small message that when somebody's lonely, there's a feeling it is just so strong. And some things that I have done to help combat it. And again, it's it's still it still comes down to do does a person want to be in a relationship with somebody or do they want to keep all their particularities and live by themselves? Because if you're single like me and you've been single for several years, it comes down to, and every relationship I've been in has failed, it comes down to the fact that I'm not willing to do what it takes to stay in a relationship and I would rather be single than, than in a relationship. But then there's that feeling of loneliness. And what I had to do with that was... If there was a song that I used to listen to with an ex, I would try to not listen to that song. And where I learned this from was seeing other people being around them and a song would come on and they start crying. Like, all right, what's going on? Oh, this is, this is the song. This was our song. Like, my gosh, turn the radio, turn the station for crying out loud. Or if they bought the CD, they just listen to the whole CD and just cry for an hour. Like, it's pretty messed up. And person doesn't realize that I mean if you do it like maybe the first week after you break up or something or within the first month but don't let it drag on past don't let it drag don't I would I would try not to let it not to let anything drag on past a month and but you know what sometimes people will do will uh sometimes it takes people longer to get over relationships and a lot of times they got to talk through it and sometimes when, if you know both both people in the couple and you cut them off and, let, and, and try to give them advice like, hey, just, just get over it. Sometimes it takes people talking it through. And if you're not going to be that person for them, then someone else will be. And sometimes they just want to talk it through. And sometimes when they talk it through, they can figure it out for themselves. And it... It may take a person years to get over something, and hopefully it doesn't. Because when you when you finally snap out of it, it may be from you wanting to, or just sick and tired of, of feeling that bad. Whatever works for you, when you do it, try not to get frustrated at yourself for taking so long getting over it. Because that can also, you can go from one negative emotion, then you can... You can get, you can start feeling mad. You can go from sad to mad. And, you know, with each relationship we have, we can, we can kind of be cut off to the next relationship. We can try to cut ourselves off emotionally. Like, I'll never let it, somebody hurt me like that again. And then we might not even get close to someone else. And, that's not fair to you. It's not fair to the other person. 
And again, you might not even know you're doing it. It's like a self-protect mental guard that you, you guard your heart against a further uh, emotional disaster, so to speak. And anyways, about feeling lonely, if you, if, if you watch something on TV and it makes you feel lonely, change the channel. If you're talking to somebody and they're making you feel lonely, like, hey, let's, let's change the subject. If you listen to a song, I already mentioned that, but get rid of it. I'm serious. It's, if you're looking at photos, I had to get rid of all photos of every ex-girlfriend I ever had. I collected them in a book for some silly reason. Probably I was young. I was younger when I did this. And around my early 20s, I just kind of, I remember I, I hurt. This, this, this girl, she kind of hurt me. And I, uh, it was too much. It was more than I could bear. Now this is where I'm, this is like the pain from feeling, from the rejection in a relationship. And it, just, it was, it hurt. Oh my goodness. I just could not believe how overwhelmed I was with it. And again, uh, you know, I'm looking through past relation you're looking through my book and like who 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 can I call maybe and then I was just like I gotta throw all this away because then I start like reliving all the other breakups some of them are me breaking up some of them breaking up some wasn't as bad but it just started adding to the current breakup and I threw that away now if you don't feel strongly about throwing away pictures of your exes and you throw it away just because I said it worked for me and it doesn't work for you, I don't want you getting mad at me. Just saying, like, the things that are making you sad, photos, songs, movies, certain places you, like, visit, and you're like, I remember he or she liked to do this. And, you know, it's a... Uh, it's tough. It's tough, you know. You're sad, and then you feel lonely. And sometimes we push those people away, not realizing how we're going to feel afterward. You fight and you bicker and you argue about something that doesn't even matter. It really doesn't even matter. Now, I'm not talking about the ones that do matter. I'm talking about the fights that don't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Just insignificant. It's like you, you win the battle and you lose the war. Oh, yeah, I won that. I won that fight. Where are you going? Oh, you're leaving. Maybe I should have shut my mouth. You know? And that doesn't mean you just sit there and take abuse from somebody, or that doesn't mean you just sit there and let them run all over you. You know, it's... I can only give advice on what has what I've done wrong and what I'm going to try to do in my next relationship to make it right. And though I was, there was two guys that I got advice from. One of them, he said, it takes 200% to make a relationship work. He said, I looked at him, I was like, how do you figure? He goes, 100% for her and 100% for you. If it's anything less, it'll fail. I thought, wow. And he might have got that from someone else. So if that's copyrighted material, I don't know it.
Just saying that. That, that was just somebody I worked with. Real good guy mentioned that to me. And then he kind of explained, like, you know, in a relationship, if, if you're not committed, you know, it's, it's really not fair to the other person. And, you know, and if they're not committed, it's not fair to you. And when both of you guys are committed, it's, it's really beautiful. It's great. And that, that's, what, that's what makes it last, too. Another guy I worked with, he was a guy I went to school with. And then he was, I worked at a job. He was the, the boss of it. And he mentioned he was with his wife for several years, and he said, hey, he said, it's not all peaches and cream, you know? He's like, there's fights. He's like, you work through them. He was like, if you're not willing to work through a fight, he's like, some of them are some pretty tough times. He's like, if you're not willing to work through it, then you'll be single again. He's like, you just gotta, you just gotta tell yourself in those moments, like, do you want to make this work with this person? Or do you want to, do you want to be single? He was like, and there just comes a point where you're like, hey, I would rather be with this person than be single. And sometimes people split. And oh, and then another thing he said was, he was like, it takes work. You know, it, we read of the uh, relationships in the scripture, and they, there, there was problems in those relationships as well. You know, just because people have the same religion... They believe the same. That doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna all work out. And I know that's what a lot of us who are single, we might be on some Christian websites or we're in some Christian single groups, the ones that are still going, or we're trying to meet people at church and volunteering events and Christian concerts and whatever else. And you, if you're not a believer, then you may just you know go out to a bar or a club or another community activity, festival. Uh, one of those ones were the medieval festivals. I, there's something else. I can't remember what they're called. Then you, The reenactments and stuff like that. You meet people there. You meet people at fairs and circuses and parks and museums and whatever. So wherever you're trying to meet someone who... Like, I wouldn't go to a museum to meet somebody because I don't really care to go to museums. But if I liked going to a museum, I'd say, hey, there's someone else that might like to go to a museum as well. I'd go there and, you know, go to some exhibits that I like and share my knowledge on that particular exhibit. Actually, that's not actually, a, that's actually a pretty good idea. I could go and go to one of those exhibits and then do a little, little sermonette. I could go to the evolution exhibit and now no, that would be counter. It'd be like if they're trying to learn it and I'd be like, hey, it's actually creation. No, I wouldn't do that. But anyways, the whole point is, is that like online is just, it's sometimes people can meet people online. I have. And sometimes I've meet, met some very, very fantastic people online. And sometimes I haven't. And uh, anyways, the, the whole point on that is if you're lonely, like I have been, it seems like almost my entire life. I cannot exaggerate that. I used to play by myself as a kid. I had very little friends. I had very little friends in high school. I've had very few girlfriends in my life. I might have had a couple uh, relationships that almost went to marriage, but they never did. And just a majority of my adult life, I'm just thinking about it right now. I can't, it's, I'm, I'm saying like, 
Yeah, that might, might, might be kind of high. No less than 70% of my adult life, I've been single. No less than 70. That's a long time to be single and to want to get married. And so, I'm at the point where I don't even know if I'm, if, if that's even going to be a blessing that the Almighty is going to put into my life. So, while I'm still kind of feeling, and right now, I don't feel as, as lonely as I have before. I mean, I've went through, if you are going through a lonely period in your life, you can get through it. You just have to put away anything that makes you feel lonely. Or, just go out, and like I was mentioning, just go out and meet somebody. And what helps me not be lonely is having friends. I notice that, because when I, when I don't have friends, whether a church fellowship, which I've kind of strayed away from, is, but it, church fellowship is real nice. And it can make you accountable, you know, for your time. Like, hey, what are you going to do tonight? I'm going to go to this party that I probably shouldn't. Oh, hey, what are you going to do? Hey, maybe I'll just go to church and see what they're doing. They might have a, a movie they're putting on or doing a study or whatever. If you're big into getting in, you know involved in churches, you could still get involved in a church and find somebody that is not good for you. I know some people who, just because you meet them at church doesn't mean it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. I've met people at church and it didn't work. I actually met a girl when I was 16 years old and she was 15 and I was like, this is my wife. I asked her a couple questions. She believed it. And I was like, I'm going to marry this woman. And I don't even know what happened. I was thinking about that. I was, I was telling my uncle about it the other day. He's like, what happened? Or I was like, I have no clue. Who knows? I was 16. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember thinking in that moment, like, you're it. You're the one. And until I met the next one. And that's another thing. There, there can be a bunch of good people that you meet that you let pass by and then you you can kind of blame yourself and you can be real hard on yourself and think that you're the problem and you might be I know that when I was going through a bad time just lonely oh, I was just feeling terrible and I really didn't feel like doing much with my life I was just like I just felt all down and I just I thought I was a great guy I thought I was a, I thought I was a decent guy and I was like, uh, this woman dumped me because I wasn't as successful as she was. And she wanted me to be more successful, and I didn't really want to. And that hurt me. It really made me feel like like she rejected. I felt like she rejected me. She just rejected my, unwill, my, my lack of ambition. And I get it. Women, they want to have kids. They really don't want to be working through their pregnancy. And some of them, after they start having kids, they don't want to go back to work. They want to just kind of stay home. Who wants, you know, some women do not want other women to uh, babysit their kids until they have to go to school. You know, they don't, they want to keep those years with them. And that's a, actually a good idea. From birth until like first grade, I hope I can make enough money. If I get married and start having kids, I hope my wife can keep the kids from the first year till first grade. 
And if she homeschools, I would need... Actually, that broke up a relationship of mine. The girl wanted to homeschool, or the woman, the female I was with, wanted to homeschool, and she wanted to have four kids. And I was like, that's too much. I wasn't even thinking about the rotation of kids through the... It was just like, now that it's come to think about it, she would never work the rest of her life. She would have to focus on those kids the whole time. And... uh at the time, I had just moved back into the state, and I didn't even have a job. And I was just like, that's, that's, she was like, hey, you know, the most high will provide, we'll pray. And I was like, I, I, she was thinking I had, didn't have enough faith, and I thought she was being too presumptuous, presumptuous. I don't know, I'm not going to go through all the list of women that I, why I didn't date them, and, you know, one woman I didn't, she wanted to have kids, I didn't, somebody gave me bad advice, said, if you're not going to give her kids, don't marry her, I didn't, and then I found out uh, this year, they wanted her for themselves, and they didn't leave me and go to them, but I think that's what they wanted, it was just, I, I they obviously wouldn't say something like that, but it was just, I you know how like you hear more from people and you're like, oh, wow. Wow, you've really got a fascination with this person from, you know, a long time ago. What is your problem? Oh, that's what your problem is. You like that person. Oh, that's why you gave me bad advice. So there again, sometimes you got people, you know, I went for this one girl and her cousin liked me and her cousin tried breaking us up. I think her cousin actually did break us up. And then I saw what was going on. If we were broke up, it wasn't for very long. This was years ago. I was just like, you're cut. My, you know, my girlfriend called me. She was like, hey, someone, hey, uh, no, I called her. And then the cousin answered the phone. It's like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to you. I was like, well, that's not. I was like, all right, whatever. And then like, I think I called her again one day. I was just like, I want an explanation. And her cousin wasn't there. She's like, Oh, she was mad at me. She's like, well, she told me this. I'm like, what? And obviously, when you hear secondhand advice from somebody, you should, that girl should, my girlfriend should have called me up and confirmed it with me before she dumped me. So many times I, I got dumped through someone else in school. Like they didn't want to come to me and, and, and dump me. I was just like, that's so ridiculous. So I have a history of rejection and being dumped for no apparent reason. And then when I get the reason, sometimes I'm like, oh, you just didn't like me? So I've built up, I've, I've built up a callus against, you know, that. And then I just start being mean, you know, and just start like not caring. Not, not necessarily being mean, but just not caring about it. Oh, I don't care. Like girlfriend, oh, she wants to see someone else. I don't care. And I wouldn't even fight for him. I'm like, you know what? You're not gonna, you're not gonna get me to fight somebody. You're not gonna get me into a fight with someone else just because you're straying away from me. And it really, you know, the strange thing is it actually attracted more women to me the less I cared. And I don't, I know there's some stuff out there right now like how I treat women bad, and and probably there's stuff for women like treat men like you, uh, like you don't care about them. And I don't know, there's probably stuff out there and it makes the man kind of like don't be easy in trying to, when he wants to try to go out with you, kind of play hard to get and all that cat and mouse stuff. 
I, I don't really get in all that anymore. If I talk to a female and I like her and she doesn't like me, I'll just stop talking to her. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna convince her. If I speak with her and she likes me enough and I uh, she speaks with me and I like her enough, that's a different story. But anyways, about the loneliness, it's uh it's from the enemy. Whether you call him the devil or Satan or whatever word you want to use, there's a power of darkness in this world that'll make you feel lonely and it'll make you do things you wish you hadn't. And it'll compromise you. And it'll pretty much ruin your life if you let it. And what we trade to not be lonely in this world, it's it can be our soul. You can really... You can really just jump off the deep end and be a part of a of something that you really wish you hadn't have been and, and you get caught up into this cycle. Whether you go from relationship to relationship or just a bad relationship to another bad relationship just to stay with somebody. Or you stay in a relationship you shouldn't. Or you go back to like someone you shouldn't be with and... Well, this is not as... I don't know why I can't just do like a 5-10 minute clip. It's just... It's it's like a whole life of being lonely and then trying to share details on it. And uh, anyways, if you can get rid of everything that makes you feel sad, and it doesn't even have to do anything with the relationship. I had... Someone took a photo of me. Now we're living in a society with... It's too many photos, I think, but... If you ever get a photo and it's makes it kind of makes you mad, sad, uh, just feeling bad in any way, consider deleting it. You can even leave it in your trash can. You know, or if you have a, a photo of it, don't rip it up. Just kind of throw it in the trash can. You can pull it back out. Wait a week. Wait a couple weeks. See how it feels. You pull it back out and you have that same feeling. You know what you'll do? You'll rip it up because you'll make you'll say, "I am not going to pull this out of the trash can again." Or if you delete it, leave it in the recycle bin, and you're like, "Okay, I'm going to empty the recycle bin. I don't, I don't need that." And you're like, "Oh, I wish I had that photo. Like, why? You don't need it." And it was a photo I had with this one girl. And my family was in the photo. And I, if I ever do a photo with a female and my family's in the photo, I'm going to put her on the outside. How many of these photos that, that you may have as well and the person's like right in the center, right in the middle? Like, get them to take the photo. Hey, can you take a photo? Get the person that's not a part of the family to take the photo. Include them in the first photo. And then say... The person who took the photo that doesn't want to be in it say, hey, let's get you in a photo. And then you're like, you ask your cousin's girlfriend, hey, can you take a photo of us? Sure. They're already in the first photo, so they feel loved and, you know, accepted in the group. Then you have them take the photo. Now, if they split up, now you got the photo with just you guys. And if you're out somewhere, like I was out at a restaurant and I asked the, the waiter to take a photo. And, like, she wasn't in the middle, but she was in, you know, like, she wasn't on the outside. 
very difficult to crop someone not on the outside. I got all my, and so I, I deleted the photos. I was like, man, that was the only photo that my aunt and uncle and cousin and another cousin and actually he had his girlfriend with him as well. Maybe, maybe the two girlfriends could have been on the outside and then my cousin and I could have been in between them and then, then uncle and aunt and other cousin in, in the middle. That, it's hindsight and I guess it's... Anyways, every time I looked at that photo it made me think of what I could have did differently. I was like, look at how happy she was there. I was like, I had her at that point. And I was like running through my head like, what happened? What, what did I say? And, and guess what? Other than trying to tell you how to not be lonely, I haven't thought about that photo for years. But when I had it in my folders for when I took that vacation, it was just... And I'd open up the photos, I'd see it, I'd click on it, and when I'm looking at other photos, it's right there. I'm just like, it, it, it was just a constant reminder. That and any of the other ones. Because then you could see in the very first set of photos, happy, and then not as happy, and then distant, and then, like, we're not even in the same photos together. I'm just... Just get rid of them. Why torture yourself? It's, it, it's torturing yourself. And then after it's done, you know, it, that loneliness isn't going to, you're not going to be able to heal from the loneliness until you get over that actual breakup. And then, you know, how you, I'm on dating sites. They're a joke. Some of them are all right. And they say, oh, hey, I'm fine being by myself. What are you doing on a dating site? You're not fine being by yourself. You're trying to find someone in the most desperate way. You read the rest of the profile. Give me a break. Oh my goodness. If, if someone was actually fine being, I, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. If you're fine being by yourself, I'm fine being by myself. I just, you know, I'd like to have somebody. Of course you'd like to have somebody. Quit saying you're fine being by yourself. Like, I'm not fine being by myself. I don't think I have to tell people I'm fine being by myself. You can be okay with being single and not be lonely as much and even cut it to almost not being lonely almost at all. You just got to stay busy. When you, if you just kind of go to work and come home and you're just, uh, uh, you know, and then you can be so busy you don't take time to, to you can get caught up in that whole, whole mess. It's, Loneliness is an emotion that I just do not want to subscribe to anymore. It is just, it's disgusting. And and I, I remember all those years that I was just, years. Like I would go through years of loneliness. And all it did was tear me down. No woman wants me when I was lonely. None of them. They could see that I needed a woman. They could, they could see the despair in my eyes. They could see I was kind of like, uh, you know sad over another woman they're like well you need to get over that before you come this way and I always wanted women to take me right where I was at just just busted up sad lonely hurt and oh my goodness I would have given anything I would have given my life to them women if any woman during the time 
that I was just utterly just in the pit. And it, it would ha it, it was like a roller coaster. Some years were better than others. So if I was having a good year and then I met a woman, then they don't get the same. Because I just had to pull myself. It, well, it was really probably a lot of prayer and being, you know, family helping lift me up. And then I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do this again. And, and then I'm feeling better. And then here comes the women. And I'm like, and there's, it's always, it's never just one. It's always several. I'm like, oh, I had none for three years, and now it's like, now there's like three here. Two, three, four. I'm like, well, okay, I'll just be friends, and I'll see which one likes me. And then you wait long enough, and all of them go. But I, I was able to date, you know, here and there throughout the years. But, and, then, and it just never worked out. And I could never, when I was in those situations, I never remembered how disparaged I, how, how much in the pit of despair that I was just not, you know, not a year ago, two years ago, and how I was like, this is where I wanted to be. And then I didn't appreciate those women as much, you know, because again, now I'm back on top. So, hey, you're just, you're, you're not doing me any favors. There's several, there's several of you that want me. And then all of a sudden, like, now they're all gone again. And now I'm sad because I've done blown blown it with all these women now. I'm not, I'm not saying there's a whole bunch. I'm just saying the, the couple that I had met at that time. And now they're not even my friends. Like they're not my friends and they're not my... And then we end up not dating either. Or they end up going to somebody else. They're not going to wait on you. And then it, I just start creeping back in. I was like, oh. And instead of just saying like, hey, I'm going to keep going with this. I'm going to keep keep the positive attitude keep the positive attitude and just meet the next person. I just kind of, I would clam up again. Oh, let me go back into my shell. Oh, and then, and then the self-pity and oh, and then feeling bad about yourself and then this and that. Or I would try to date a good friend of mine, like friends for years with a couple girls, just friends with them for years, try to date them, it didn't work and it ruined the friendship. And then you try to be friends with them later. It's never the same. If, if you've been there, you know it. And, oh, gosh, it, you know, now I, I went back into a pit. I came back out, and it was only after coming back out of this pit this last time, they're not going to contact you while you are avoiding everybody, you know? But I basically realized, no woman wants me while I'm feeling down. Again, I would have gave them my life, just... I would have dedicated myself to them until I died. And now I'm getting a feeling like I'm just going to be alone the rest of my life. I meet, I meet great women all the time. It doesn't work out. Now there's all this sickness in the world. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to think about, I really do want to have kids. I'm like, oh my, I knew somebody I was working with and they had to go have a... Their, their kid and they they there was no bed for them they had to like wait an extra day like they were get like they were like it was they were gonna have the, the kid at home I mean that's how that's how close it almost was just because there was none and then when they got in there it was like they had to leave the very next day I can't I, I'm not even making that up this is when it was real bad though 
they were just like, you got to go. It's like, I got to go. Like, it uh, if it wasn't the next day, it was like two days later. Like, she was, she's still out of it. I don't, I don't know if she'd still come, she'd come down off her medicine from being drugged up all that bad. And then you got to, they're like kicking you out to, it's just a crazy time right now. And I read a verse the other day, a passage, we're not even going to be married in heaven. You know, the man who, is it the man? No, the woman who has, the woman has seven husbands. Like each one of them dies and then the next one, there's like seven brothers and one dies and there's in Jewish law like the, the next of kin would marry. Anyways, all, all the brothers married her. They had no children. In the resurrection, who's, you know, who will, whose husband will she, uh, will she be with? Which husband will she have? And the Messiah said, neither, none of them. In, in eternity, you know, there's, nobody's married or given in marriage. It's just for the purpose of populating the earth and raising the next generation to be servants of the Most High. That's it. That's it. Get over your loneliness. I'm telling that to myself when I just said that. It, it was just it was me telling me myself. Get over your loneliness. Oh my goodness. We're not even going to be married in heaven if that's true. If you don't think that's true, then there's probably not much else I could say on this site. Well, this isn't necessarily a religious talk, but it's a... Uh, you don't believe that then all the best in what you believe and i hope that works out for you but if it doesn't and the case is the fact that we don't marry or are given in marriage why are we putting so much focus why are the, why is there so much heartache why is all this just to perpetuate a race it, you know my, my my parents they want they want to ha they want grandkids they've been bugging me about it for years and it put so much pressure on me I couldn't even I couldn't even focus because all I could think of was okay I've got to hurry up and find someone that I'm not going to divorce because you know because you know I'm going to be bringing kids into the world I should have got married ten years ago I should have just there was so many women during that time I should just got married oh my goodness. And then even before then, uh, you know, out of high school, in high school, so many women, great women. Out of high school, I still, I kept meeting them. I have met so many fantastic women over the years, even to this day. I still know women. Right now, I could marry. I'm just less, like, I'm, I, I realize this. When I woke up this morning, I actually, I, I had a hard time going to bed last night. And then I woke up this morning and I said, you know, if I just didn't subscribe to being lonely, if I didn't, and I haven't, it, when you get, after so many years, it, you become a little dead to it, but you're still lonely, but it's, you're still it's not as much, it comes, it comes and goes, it's not as strong as it was in my youth when I was strong and just, oh man, I was just, I don't know what the word is, but you could like 
feel the vigor in my vein. You could just like, you, women walked around me and they could just like feel it. Like, it, I think it turned them on. I was just, I was so, I just had a passion for life and I was just, I wasn't like a muscle man, but I had muscles. I was strong. I had enough, you know, and it's just like, I just had, oh man, I, hey, let's let's go do this. Let's go do that. Here, oh, let me change your tire. I was just full of energy. And now I'm just tired. I'm blaming it on the computers and electronics. I'm tired all the time. I was like, okay, get married, have a kid, have another kid, maybe have another kid. Like I started getting exhausted. It's like, oh my goodness. I was like, like that, that's it. That That's, that's, when I get married, that's the end, that, that's the rest of my life. It will be nonstop focus on pleasing her, which again, I'm not a selfish guy. I'm just saying like, the time is going to be gone. I should. I should just get married. Move on to the next level in life. I can't even publish this.